Welcome to the Autonomous Vehicle Daily Tech Podcast. My name is Hassan Akram. I am the host of the Autonomous Vehicle Safety and Security Podcast. This is my second podcast. And in this podcast, we will be broadcasting focused discussion on technical subject matter. Enjoy the podcast and thank you so much for listening. Today, we're going to also talk a little bit about the FMEA methodology, how to conduct an FMEA. So Praveen, um, how do you do an FMEA? To talk about FMEA, uh, which is really a complex safety analysis method, because even in FMEA, there are multiple variants to say, like you do the FMEA, then you do for hardware FMEDA. You also have qualitative FMEA, quantitative FMEA. However, if at all, I have to explain the way to perform an FME in a very simple terminology in which everybody can understand, then normally I would divide it into four steps. The first step of performing an FMEA is coming up with the structure tree, which is a top-down approach. We have to identify what we are trying to analyze in the vehicle, item, system and in the lower levels. So this will form a tree kind of a structure from top to down in which abstraction level, what are we trying to analyze? What is our component? Then the second part, once we identify or once we design the structure tree, then the second part is to uh, come up with a function net, which is also once again a top-down approach, which means what functionality we are talking about. For example, we think of a system in the system level, then we identify what is it going to do? What is its functionality? So this is something we try to do top down, even from the vehicle, item, system, and in the software, we can go even until the software units, each of the software units, and we try to identify its functionality, what it has to do according to the requirement. Once we are done with that, the third step, which is also a very important step, which is the failure net, which is also a bottom up approach, which means in the second step, we identified what this particular, let's say, software component has to do. What is its functionality? However, in the third step, we are proactively trying to anticipate what can go wrong in this functionality. If at all, it has to function in this way. What can go wrong in this? Yeah, what could be the failure? So this is something we are trying to identify as a part of the failure net. This is also, as I told in the beginning of the session, that we are proactively trying to anticipate what could be the failures. And once we identify the failures or the potential failures, we will try to identify or try to define the safety measure to prevent it if that occurs. The fourth step is derive safety requirements. For example, if at all, let's say we are doing FME in the system level, then I will derive technical safety requirements at the end of the FMEA in the system level. If at all I'm doing the FME in the software level, then I derive software safety requirements at the end of the FMEA. So it depends on which level you are trying to do. So once you identify the failures, now I know, hey, this could go wrong in this functionality. Now I try to define or write down the safety requirements, which will kick in when such failures will occur in that functionality. So in this way, all in all, we are also trying to go back a bit into the very definition of the functional safety, where safety analysis method will also help us to you know, uh, correlate with the definition of the functional safety, which says that absence of unreasonable risk, which means when it comes to the functional safety, we cannot make 
product 100% fault free, which is not possible, which is also not the intention. Rather, we try to anticipate what can go wrong. And we already have a safety mechanism in place when such things happen so that the risk associated with these kind of a failures are, you know, kept in control or minimized. <music>